For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at Radio City, this is Scalzo and Brust, presented by Potosi Brewing Company on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Scalzo and Brust across ESPN Wisconsin. No Greg Scalzo today. I am Ben Brust alongside host of Jen, Gabe, and Chewy in the mornings from 7 to 9 on 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee. Jen Latta. You're so loud. We're so loud. It's Scalzo and Brust. It's loud. You have to match the energy, Jen. It's it's interesting because I was wondering if I'm that loud. Like, as you started the show, I was like, God, I wonder if I'm that loud when I start our show. Now, granted, very different time slot. Very different energy level. Well, we were just at the American Family Insurance Championship down at University Ridge in Madison. And Greg starts the show with a happy whatever the day is. And I felt like Greg today because I looked at Josh and I did the, what day is it? It's Wednesday. But he started it on Friday and in the looks that we get when we're on a live remote because we're just loud. But we're, you got to match the energy. Can you do that with me? Happy Wednesday! Oh, we're getting there. We're this, getting there. This is a 6 out of 10. Okay. That right. voice you hear, Josh DiMaggio running the show. We also have Alex Strofe. And I'm going to nickname us Benifer. Can I do that? Can Ooh. we Can we be Benifer like here? Like Ben on... Affleck and Jennifer Lopez? Yes, that's us. They were Benifer, right? Benifer here on Scalzo and Brust. 800-990-3776 is the number to get into the show. The patented official Scalzo and Brust talk and text line. Be nice to me today. Be nice to Jen, too. You can do that. But 800-990-3776. Yesterday night, the Milwaukee Bucks lost to the Nets, in which it was a game where I just find myself feel like I'm repeating history, living in the state of Wisconsin over the last 10 years, whether it is Wisconsin Badgers, whether it is the Green Bay Packers, whether it is the Milwaukee Brewers, and whether it is the Milwaukee Bucks in the playoffs. A game in which the Bucks were up 17 in the third quarter, dwindled away, and after the game, Jen, Charles Barkley had this to say about the Milwaukee Bucks. That was embarrassing for basketball. To lose that game, to have that. Like, you could tell they were going to lose the game at halftime. Well, yeah. well should the coaching staff eat too? Uh, uh, you know, my rule about saying people should get fired. I, I, I don't think it's our job to say somebody should get fired. But, you know, Ernie, you go back. When you do dumb stuff and it works, you keep doing dumb stuff. We, you sit there, when they were doing dumb stuff in game one and game two, you're like, well, that's how they play, Chuck. We're like, so? They're killing them in the paint, but they're going to keep jacking up threes just because that's how they play. You played to, like Herm was that you played to win the game. And that was one of the dumbest games. And, man, I, I am so mad right now because – you, they got a bunch of really good guys, and they played dumb, and they deserve to lose that game. And, hey, 
shout out to Kevin Durant and Jeff Green. But, man, the other team had something to do with it. That yeah. was awful basketball. That Charles Barkley after the Bucks game. Jen, help me out. I mentioned all of the teams, and you can be stay specific here with the Milwaukee Bucks. What has to freaking change for the state of Wisconsin to feel happiness beyond just was Greg and I call it here on Scalzone Brust, we just get to the champagne room where you get into the room and you just get teased and nothing happens. You don't actually make it and get to the finals and win the finals. What has to change? Because you have MVPs across the Green Bay Packers, you've had Christian Yelich and the Brewers, and you've had Aaron Rodgers as the MVP of 2020 for the Packers. What has to change for these teams to get over the damn hump? No, I mean, I think it's just a coincidence. It's just a coincidence that this is happening all in the same state. I know that we've talked about the the kind of PTSD that Wisconsin sports fans go through. And I know we've talked about the uh, inferiority complex that people talk about with this state as well, but this is just coincidental. None of them have to do with one another. There are different reasons why the Packers have struggled at times. There are different reasons why the Bucks have struggled at times. And yesterday's game to me, yes, we do. We go ahead and put it in the column. We tally it as another uh, devastating, frustrating, embarrassing loss on the big stage. But I don't think it has anything to do with any of the other wins. Like, for from a recency bias standpoint, this one hurts. Like, maybe it's because it happened less than 24 hours ago, but it really hurts. It stings. And then I start to see, guys, the West opening up. They're opening the you doors with the CP3. You They're opening the doors with Kawhi Leonard maybe being out now with an ACL injury indefinitely. Like, this is the year, man. This is the year the Bucks have to take advantage of all opportunities put in front of them, and it is frustrating that they can't just secure the bag. Th- secure the bag. This is not the like first time this has happened in the Milwaukee Bucks. Two years ago, Kawhi Leonard beat the Bucks four games in a row when they were up two to nothing. And the Golden State Warriors had injury issues. The West opened up, as you had just said, Jen, and here's a prime opportunity for the Milwaukee Bucks to do so. But it just, it, like, I, I tend to disagree. I, I think there is a culture thing in the state of Wisconsin, and I don't know how to specifically tie it to it, but how it, it can't just be a coincidence that every team in the damn state gets there and cannot finish the job. Yeah, I wasn't on the 2015 Wisconsin Badger team that made it to the final. They were up seven with four minutes to go and lost. You name it, there's been heartbreak. The Green Bay Packers last year had Aaron Rodgers play one of his best seasons of his entire career as the 2020 MVP, and they didn't get it done. Giannis Antetokounmpo is a two-time MVP, but he's not an MVP. When the playoff comes, uh, when the playoffs come, I can't stand to watch him. I can't stand to watch him play it. I don't care. It's not even about the free throw thing. I don't think the Bucks can win with Giannis Antetokounmpo being their number one guy, they cannot win a championship with him being there. Okay, but this goes back to that idea of he's just not... like. At some point, all of the reps that you have taken from the time... Think about how long you were playing basketball, okay? Think about the reps you got when you were six and seven and eight. Highly competitive as you went on, right? I still try to remind myself that Giannis didn't get that. Like, sometimes we talk about these players who started at a very young age and playing AAU and all of that. Like, to me, some of these instincts that you're not seeing as a guy who has played the sport, who has been in that space, he doesn't have them. And I think it goes back to just not having the early reps. You know, the things that you so know to do. So is it unfair to, to judge him as a two-time I, MVP, No, though? I don't think so, because he's got the awards and the accolades. I just try to remind myself that I think Giannis is still raw. If you can believe that, if you can believe somebody that's been in the league that long is still raw, that's how I try to reconcile it to myself. (laughs) 
<laughs> Got to be careful here, Jen. Got to be careful. Josh DiMaggio laughed in a caller's face as we found out that his best friend stole his wife yesterday, Chris in Oconomowoc. I stand with you. Josh DiMaggio does not. We will get to that later. But 800-990-3776. I want to know which MVP is more disappointing in the playoffs. Is it Aaron Rodgers or is it Giannis Antetokounmpo? I still go Giannis. Despite the rawness that Jen speaks of, I I am disappointed every time I watch Giannis because whether it's the fourth quarter, uh, he had great numbers. Like he put 30 plus points up over double digit rebounds. He passed a little bit better. He still draws too many charges, but at the end of the day, in the fourth damn quarter, when it, the money is made, when Kevin Durant is making shots and the Bucks players are not able to hang, that is when you should be looking at your two-time MVP Giannis. And he went into the paint and guess what happened? They did the smart play. They followed him. He only made one of two. One of two is not good enough in crunch time. It's just not. Also, Giannis Antetokounmpo, I hate that I'm going so deep into the game right now with specific plays, but I just get so bothered and fixated on some things that happen. He had James Harden on him. He had one leg James on him, and he settled for a fadeaway. I just, I, I, and missed. And missed. missed, yes. But he, but, it wasn't but, even like shot selection but, but where the, you'd be like, oh, Giannis, take a better shot. He missed! Make, I'm still mad is the thing. Because that's what happens when he makes a damn three-pointer. I'm like, gosh darn it, he's going to shoot eight more and he's going to go one of eight. And and, and I, I just, I, I'm so lost right now because this all does come back to Coach Budenholzer. It does. And uh, I, I do believe that Giannis is the worst MVP in the playoffs in comparison to Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers is one in four in NFC Championship games. You also didn't mention how he fumbled the... Pass yeah, yeah. from Chris Middleton. I think that was part of the final four possessions for Giannis in the game yesterday. Yeah, look, he needs to be better. He does. What I struggle with, and this is why I kind of defer to somebody like you who has played the sport when it comes to this, I don't ever know how to divvy up the pie. I never know how much of it is coaching or how much of it is execution. I never know how much of it is strategy versus execution. So when you watch that game last night, are you telling me you thought the bulk of the issue was coaching or execution on the court? So I'm going to go with coaching because the Bucks did upgrade their roster. There's no doubt about it by adding Drew Holiday, who was an all-star, with Chris Middleton, who signed that five-year extension a couple years back, and now Giannis signing that Supermax. They have a great core. Their core is better than what they're going against out there in the Nets. But what I'm watching is Kevin Durant get whatever he wants. And again, here's me going to inside basketball. Brooke Lopez was out there, and he was not... Double the double team Kevin Durant for crying out loud. He's the one damn player on the freaking floor that is doing anything. Get out of his damn hands. Make Bruce Bowen, who... Brown, I said Brown Bruce guy. Bowen from 2000, circa 2005. I mean, I, I was going nuts because that is adjustments. That is coaching. It's lack of execution but on the floor. But you know Bud's not out there drawing up an ISO play. You know he's not going, you know what, here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to get the ball back, and then you guys are going to go down, and you're going to ISO, and you're going to shoot it early in the shot clock. Like, no, those are the guys making decisions when they're on the court, and that's why some of it has to go you've to execution. You've enabled that the entire season, though. You have opportunities the entire time you've been the coach. And that's 
that's what Charles make... Barkley said, Ben. And he that's said why it's when you do dumb stuff and it works, you're going to keep doing dumb stuff. I guess I did not plan on coming on to this show getting angry about the Bucks. Very mad. But it, it, it's frustrating because, Jen, you said it. They are right there. The NBA championship is in front of the Milwaukee Bucks. They have a two-time MVP. They have a shot maker in Chris Middleton. They have a point guard who's a two-way point guard, Drew Holiday. They have a bench, but they don't have the collection between the players and the coaches all working towards a common goal. And it and it's right there. CP3 and COVID protocol. Kawhi Leonard may be out. Kyrie Irving with a bum ankle. James Harden hopping on one foot out there, and they are missing the boat. Are you aware that when you get feisty... My veins go nuts. Your yeah, veins yeah. in your neck Josh. start popping. What yes. is happening over there? I mean, it's just... It's, it, I, I, I can't watch them without... Coming on this show and at least getting Rage Ben. Rage, rage, rage Galzo out, Rage Ben here. 800 3776. Mark Tauscher scheduled to appear next on Scalzo and Brust with Benifer. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. I just wanted to let you know that I love you. You're doing this on the radio. Yes, I am. Oh, you're so cute. Oh, thank you. I love you too, Ben. Yeah! <laughs> Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. This is Benifer here on Scalzo and Brust. I'm Ben Brust, Jen Latta in place of Greg Scalzo, who I actually have no idea where Greg is. Like, zero idea. I know he's having fun, so I hope he has a lot of fun. So, Greg, shout out to you. I'm what, actually regretting oh. agreeing to Benifer. You did. I'm going to run it into the ground <laughs> yeah. now. Like right now, I'm like, oh, actually, no. Can we... Bring, bring it back. Did well, you not know that once I grab onto something, it's going to be just pounded into the ground? You know, that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Jen was signaling to Josh DiMaggio to hit it. Here's get the thing. Here's get on you your game, Josh. Here's what you need to know. Like, he got me on that one, but the for the rest of the day, I am laser focused. <laughs> I am locked in. in, so you can guarantee not another one will slip past me without getting hammered. Ben Brooks. That's what she said. <laughs> now you're... Now you're going to run things into the ground. That's what she said. <laughs> Josh DiMaggio pushing buttons behind the glass. Alex Strofe also with us. But that music that we completely just talked over, which is a great song, unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield, means that Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher joins us. You can hear him on Wildey and Tausch from 9 to noon on these very stations. Tauschy, how are you today? I got to admit, I'm confused. I, normally you guys call and it's three seconds and I'm on. And now today it's three and a half minutes I'm on hold. I kept wondering, is my connection bad? What's the deal? Why are you guys so prepared today? Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, that, that's that's the, that's what we're going to go with today, Tausch. Can, can we just, can we not right, keep well, you on hold? Yeah. Like, do we have to hey, get to you job. right away, I mean, Packers Hall of Famer? Yeah, kind of. I mean, why you, you guys have consistently two years been 20 seconds and we're on, and all of a sudden today I look and I'm like, gosh, it's almost four minutes in here. I wonder if something's wrong with these Yeah, things. we got we got Chucklehead running the show over here. So, <laughs> so typically, Tausch, we uh, call you late. So since we didn't call you late today, we had to keep you on hold to at least get you on the same timing as we normally do. How about that? Uh, 
So is it because so inside running, baseball? Is it because is it because Greg's running the Greg's not there and you're running the show? Oh yeah, and you're I a mean, little bit nervous. I'm not yeah. nervous. I just there, there's gonna be stuff I forget. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> it's not gonna be as, as crisp and clean with, hey, uh, without Greg. Hey here. Jen, Jen, I'm, I have a hard time understanding this. Can you explain this to me? Everybody that works, you know, whether it's it's not scouts, but Benny is definitely afraid of you. Josh is afraid of you. I've even heard Chewy's afraid of you. Why is everybody afraid of you? I have no idea. I nicknamed us Benifer. I'm not scared of her. Ridiculous to me. It's not like I boiled a bunny or anything like that. It's not like Uh, I keyed anyone's car or made idle threats. No. (laughs) Are you scared, Tosh? Because why would you ask? I'm not not even a little bit. Matter of fact, I wanted to start up. Why would you be afraid of Jen? I, I am curious, though. Jen, have you watched The Parent Trap, the movie? Uh, uh, yes, both of them. Like, the original one, like, way, way back in the day, and then the Lindsay Lohan one. Is there a new one that, I'm, that uh, I need to see? Oh, no, no, no. I, we're on a little trip, and I watched it on the way up to Door County, and I have to admit, great little movie. Like, why you say Jen? I, that's one of my favorite yeah, movies growing up with my sister. No, this this was the Lindsay Lohan version, and I have to admit, there's a couple of crazy. Like first off, there's no way you're ever going to split sisters up and never let them meet each other. <laughs> and the fact that they both go to camp, I don't want to spoil alert anybody. That part was ridiculous, but the way those two girls work together to bring their parents back together, I give them a big ad. I mean, big tip of the cap. Give them a round of applause, Joshy. Mark Towisher sees Parent Trap for the first time. And can't believe a Disney movie stretches the narrative of the movie. I'm very confused why well, you're shocked. I do want to be clear. I will watch anything that Dennis Quaid is in. I think he is lovely. Really? Well, that's what she said. I, I thought. Uh, now, have you seen the movie with when what's his name? The kid comes in and is his boss. He's like working as an executive at uh, like a magazine company. If you haven't seen that, that's a good Dennis Quaid movie. I, I have no idea what you're talking about, this but is, thank you. Welcome to the Mark Tauscher appearance yeah, on Scal's Own Breast, where he takes Joker over. Grace was the kid. Uh, he comes in as like a boss. He's like a hedge fund guy. And lessons are learned. Scarlett Johansson's in the movie as well. Great movie. Check it out. All right, talking with Mark Tauscher, Packers Hall of Famer here, who famously went to the state finals at Auburndale High School in the WIAAs at his time as a high school basketball player. So, Tauschie, give me your reactions to the Bucks' Game 5 loss to the Nets. Brutal. I think, you know, with how everything has played out and with the injuries that Brooklyn has had, having the lead that Milwaukee had, and then the way Kevin Durant kind of, you know, really showcased what being a star is all about. I thought last night was, you know, it was kind of an indictment on Giannis and where he's at, uh, his development late in games. I think we, as Bucks fans, we all love Giannis, we, what he's done for the city and what he's done for this uh, franchise. But it keeps coming back to can you count on him when the money's on the table late in playoff games where you can't get to the basket? And last night he didn't. Now, that doesn't mean he can't this next game and that can't happen, but this has been the trend. And this is, you know, this is going to be one of those, these next two games. I think we all expect Milwaukee to win at home, but that game in Brooklyn, if they get there, that is going to be one of those franchise defining games. Whether or not you advance and move on, and if you don't, there's probably going to be wholesale changes uh, within the organization. And, you know, this era of Bucks basketball is going to move forward 
one way or the other. Well, Ben Brust has a conspiracy theory, and I'm just putting these words into his mouth, but this is sort of what he said in the first segment, basically that the entire state of Wisconsin is cursed, that there's some curse that happened, that some lady like offered up, Wisconsin will never win a championship after the year of 2010. Her name's Jen Latta. If you keep me young for the rest of my life. I don't know who it was, but Ben thinks that somebody did something along those lines. I I don't think that. I think this is all just a coincidence. I mean, I don't think that there's like some thing in Wisconsin that keeps teams from winning at all. No, there's not. I, I mean, I think obviously the one since 2010, the Super Bowl win, I think the, you know, the 014, I think it was, NFC against Seattle, that game was one of those that you could say, boy, this that was cursed. But you can't really say that about the Tampa Bay game last year. And you keep put, giving yourself opportunities. You know, the Bucks not being able to close out when they had the 2-0 lead against Toronto a few years ago. There is something here. It has been an incredibly bad decade uh, when you're talking about champions. Because it's one thing if you have no hope and you don't have the teams, like a lot of Chicago teams have had that run uh, in the 2010s. The state of Wisconsin has opportunities in every sport. The Brewers have had looks at it against the Dodgers in Game 7. You know, the Bucks have had their chances. So as much as I'm not a cursed guy, there is something going on, and we need to bust this streak. We need a we need a big old streak buster coming up, and I think hopefully the Bucks can get it done. But right now, I think as Wisconsin sports fans, yeah, we do feel a little bit cursed. Talking with Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher here on Scalzo and Brust. I'm Ben Brust. She's Jen Latta in for Greg Scalzo. We are Benefer here. Um, Tausche, mm. J- <laughs> you have a f- you brought in your fart gun. I can't reach it though. I, right. I can do the sound with my mouth. All right, that works so it's too. It's fine. Uh, we heard what she said. <laughs> Jesus, Josh. You, you are, you are that was a little bit of a reach. <laughs> no, I, I liked it. But Tausche, James Jones says that he could fix everything when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Then you have Jay Glazer today on the Pack McAfee show say AR12 still wants out. What the hell is going on? Let's give James a chance. Uh, why not give James Jones a chance? He, you know, when you when you make statements like that, I, James is it was a great teammate. I think everybody respects and loves James Jones. He's talking about the relationship he has with Mark Murphy. Let's see if he can do it. I, I don't know who's the great peace broker of our time. I I don't even know who that would be. Well, but Chewy keeps saying Bob Harlan, Gandhi. Like, and I actually talked to Olivia Harlan Decker and Sam Decker a couple weeks ago, and Olivia was on board saying she thinks that Bob Harlan could do this. She thinks they well, could get but, he could get them in a but room isn't and make Bob it happen. Harlan too connected to Brett Favre. Uh, hey, anybody that can get this thing done, let's do it. I, I'm all for any good ideas on what's going to happen. But unfortunately, I don't think it's that easy. I think what James is saying, I think that's what James Jones hopes happens. Because obviously he is, he loves the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is a great friend to him. I think everybody that is in that same boat, you want to see this thing work itself out and Aaron lead the Green Bay Packers back to a Super Bowl and win one. But unfortunately, I do think, I mean, there are a lot of issues. And I've heard nothing. I know there's been some optimism, but lately, I, you know, right now, until the deadline comes and until this thing gets to July, you know, Aaron's promoting his golf match. He's vacationing. He's kind of living his life. I just don't know if there's going to be any moving parts prior to maybe a week before training camp because there's no deadline that needs to be reached 
until you get to that point. And as everybody knows, deadlines spur action. Taoshi, yesterday Aaron Rodgers in the interview for the match, uh, which is a golf match that he has with Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, the match could be anything, No, Josh. he literally just referenced <laughs> yes, it in his last answer. I was looking up something. <laughs> per hey, usual. Jen I, Jen, I don't know if you noticed this, but Ben doesn't listen to anyone but himself. <laughs> and I don't even think he listens to himself. Wow. Like, he starts talking and he'll finish his sentence, and I don't necessarily think he even knows what he's finishing. I mean, I have good days and bad days when it comes to that, but uh, I'll get yeah. to my I'll get to my question that I'll probably forget, according to you. Uh, Rogers was wearing the "I'm offended" shirt during that interview. He gets offended by everything. D- is he being self-deprecating, or do you think he actually like doesn't get offended? He's being self-deprecating. He, if he was really offended, he wouldn't say he's offended like that. But you know, I just think the you know we're kind of in that silly, petty stage now where. Everything that is being said is getting blown up because you're not really hearing anything that's of any substance from anybody. So now any little breadcrumb that gets left out there, you know, the Mark Murphy comments from a couple days ago, you know, now Aaron is saying, you know, the stuff he said with the T-shirt, it's all just petty. You know, I don't think it's solving any problems. I don't think it's helping, but I think it's just, I think Aaron's looking at this as how can I entertain myself? throughout this whole process so that we can have some laughs. And I think some Packer fans are not taking that uh, in a very good way. Taoshi, thank you for the time as always, and enjoy the rest of your day. You probably got hockey or ballet or something, right? A little bit of both. Thanks, bud. See ya. That was Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher joining us here on Scalzo and Brust, where he really just kind of picked on me during it. Uh, speaking of picking on you, do you want to explain this answer you just gave? I don't know who's the great peace broker of our time. I I don't even know who that would be. Well, but Chewy keeps saying Bob Harlan. Gandhi? <laughs> I uh, I choose not to uh, answer that, Josh. Uh, Jen, what do you know about Gandhi? What? Well, uh, not a lot. Uh, actually, not, not very much at all. Also, not alive. That's the important that, part. That's what I kind of figured, but I didn't want to kill somebody that was alive. Like, that's the worst thing that you we think We don't want to do. do that on radio, Josh. But, but here's what I... I forgot what I was going to say. Go to break, Josh. <laughs> just, just give her a that's what she said. That's all she's here for. That's what she said. <laughs> You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Loyal Scalzo and Brust listeners will remember. I'm a loyal Scalzo and Brust listener, and I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, we about. know you're not listening to us. Very rarely listening when Joshy and I are talking. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah, I admitted it. Yeah, I'm I'm a loyal listener, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Only listen when I'm speaking. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Mark in New Berlin is on hold, which means I will not go to him right away because it just represents that Jordan Love is creeping into our lives, whether we like it or not. Whether you hate Aaron Rodgers or you love Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love is making headlines. But this is Scalzo and Brust across ESPN Wisconsin. I'm Ben Brust alongside Jen Latta. We make up Benifer, Josh DiMaggio behind the glass, and Alex Strofe also helping us out. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. Scalzo and Brust, patented official. Talk and text line. 
Wow. I don't know why Chef Ed is being mean to Jen. Um, she said, uh, Chef Ed chimes in in uh, reference to Mark Tauscher saying, I'm scared of Jen, and so is Josh, and so is Chewy, and so is a lot of people at ESPN Wisconsin, which I think is unfair. They are intimidated by Jen because she is a... Hmm. I don't like that, Chef Ed. B-word. Read the rest of it. A woman who is being in total control of herself. Wow, Chef Ed. He's got away with words. Uh, not only do I not listen well, apparently I can't read uh, ahead and prepare myself for what's going to come to next. So you actually thought he was calling me the B-word, I, and you were going to read it on the air? Well, no. I what just, the hell I is saw, wrong with I saw, you? So if you, if you see the preview, it just says they are intimidated, intimidated by Jen because she. And that's the only thing I was able to see, so I figured it'd be worth reading. And then I got in there, and I panicked. You left him in charge? That's what she said. <laughs> you left him in charge? <laughs> He left himself in charge. I, We're I mean, along for the ride, That's the Jen. thing. My name's on the show, so when Greg's gone, I really don't have a choice. Uh, 800-990-3776. As I just drown in my own reading abilities, this gives me a good opportunity to transition to Mark in New Berlin. Welcome in to Scalzo and Bruss, the official and official clown. The legendary Mark in New Berlin. In the last play of the game, what happened there? I forgot. Could you refresh my memory? Who dropped that ball? The choker, Aaron. Well, Mark, you're an idiot. Mark in New Berlin, what do you got today? Oh, what I got today, Benny, it's right in front of your nose. The Wisconsin, the, the, the Wisconsin curses, I call it. We will win a championship. We'll forget about Grace and Allen. We'll forget about the NFC Championship games. We'll forget about the Brooklyn Nets. Jordan Love. Number 10 up in Green Bay, number one in our hearts. He's going to put this state back on the map. And I want Tim Mottom. She can join today if she would like to get sworn in. If she wants, does she want to be on the love train? Oh, oh. Who? Jen. Who else? Jen. Who? What other she could Mark possibly be I thought he said my mom, and I thought he was referring to Jen <laughs> as my mom. Whoa, this just got weird. Totally. Uh, Jen, Ooh. do you want to be on the love train? Mark? Absolutely, Mark. I will join you on the love train yesterday. You're kidding me. Oh, no, why would goodness. I be kidding? Have you heard, have you heard this guy put together you, sentences? I'm joining today, Jen. I've you either get a Goody bobblehead or a Mark Murphy bobblehead. Homer serves the drinks on the train. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I'm, 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 I bet you I can get us you a seat next to Randy Quaid. Mark, do you not know? <laughs> the wrong Quaid person. <laughs> well, I don't yeah. know if I got, can get the other Quaid. <laughs> I got Randy Quaid for sure. Dennis. That's Dennis Quaid. Good, Have you not heard the show? I didn't watch Jeopardy the entire two weeks that that quarterback That's was right. the host. Smart. That quarterback. Very smart, Jen. Jen. Like I'm telling you, you can tell you went to Marquette and Benny went to Wisconsin. Yeah, why would I expose myself more to that petulant, egotistical baby? Mark, I know That's I'm putting well. you on the spot here, but do you have, much like the Skeleton Breast family has a pledge, do you have a pledge for Jen to join the Jordan Love Train with you? Yes, you, you, took, it, you took it, Josh, but then you got off the train. That's <laughs> true. You took it. You got off the train. It's going to be hard for you to get back on. You can, but there's going to be stipulations. Right now, I want, you know, I got the train is so full, we got three cars. <laughs> are are, three are cars you going to give her the pledge train. or not? She's ready. Okay. I jump well, Hold on, hold on. Do I have to put my like three fingers up like when I was in Brownies and Girl Scouts? Yes. yes. On my honor, um, I will try. You don't really have to, but if you want to, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I, I just well, thought maybe yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. a pledge. I mean, the Pledge of Allegiance, you put your hand on your heart. Shouldn't I put my hand somewhere? <laughs> yeah, but, but I, Doctor, repeat after me. I, Jen Latta. I, Jen Latta. From now to eternity. From now to eternity. 
pledge to be on the love train. Pledge to be on the love train. Chugga chugga. Chugga chugga. Choo choo. Choo choo. Oh, is that like Mark Chamura? Choo choo. You're on it, Jen. You're on it. You're on it. I'm going to get, get you him the out of here. Their train absolutely sucks. I mean, that's the most boring train and the most boring pledge I've ever seen given on Scalzone Brust. Somebody wants to be on the Scalzone Brust train to eternal glory. I will lead you there. 800-990-3776. That was so freaking lame. Okay. You guys would be serving okay. waters to every the, row. Off the, off the top of your head, why don't you come up with a very creative, very witty pledge for Scalzone Brust? He Go literally ahead. stole Go my ahead. pledge. Go ahead. Do you want to repeat after me? Pretend. Uh, no, because I don't want to be eternally <laughs> on the Scalzone Brust train. But I'm happy to listen to you workshop your way through There's it. There's no workshop. I've had this. I created the pledge. Jen, we've had many fans pledge. I want to hear it. Josh, be a fan. Yep. I, Josh DiMaggio. I, Josh DiMaggio. Pledge myself to the Scalzone Brust family. Pledge myself to the Scalzone Brust family. From here unto eternity. From here unto eternity. Chugga chugga. Chugga chugga. Choo choo. Choo choo. You, you literally just ripped off Mark's pledge. <laughs> now you're messing with me. She's messing with me. She's messing with no? me. No. That's no, it's she's like literally she, the same one that I just gave for the love train. She's That's not as dumb as Mark in New Berlin. She can't be. I mean, no, she can be. She went to Marquette. Uh, so she could be as dumb as Mark in New Berlin. No, that doesn't hurt me. That doesn't hurt you? No. When's the last time Marquette won an NCAA tournament game? <laughs> tournament game? Yeah, it's been, it's been a bit. But that still doesn't hurt me. <laughs> 800-990-3776. You should definitely try to figure out what does, though. That could be fun. What hurts no, I you? I don't want to play that game. <laughs> I do. I do. We walked into the studio and Jen's acting all self-righteous like nothing bothers her anymore in life. Yeah, like, what's, what's arms out, muscles out. Like, Vince McMahon walking into that, the that, arena. That is the, that is the gif you speak yep. of. What did I say that like she was like, you, you need to like get over it and not let things well, bother. We were being self-conscious of on teams when our hats are like sideways and not on our heads correctly. Oh. Yeah, what bothers you, Jen? Something You're not perfect. That's Something's so got to bother you. I thought you. we were talking to Aaron Rodgers and I was saying you got to get over it move on see I was workshopping what I was going to say about Aaron Rodgers and you just got stuck in the uh, crosshairs I mean many people do compare me to Aaron Rodgers so it's 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 not like anything oh, that I'm not used not to that's not a compliment maybe to no, you it's not no, that's not a compliment I mean that's no. an MVP three time right MVP yeah. Super Bowl champion yeah I mean I did, I did win a Super Bowl like what, what, what's your beef with Rodgers huh what's your beef how much time do we have we have a, a whole other segment. Literally you, a minute and 30 seconds. Yeah, not enough time. Not enough time. You hate Aaron Rodgers that much. Oh, I wouldn't use the word hate. I mean, that seems like a like a, an over-exaggeration. What, describe Aaron Rodgers in one word. I know. I, I dislike him strongly. <laughs> oh, strongly so dislike him. Do you not use the H word a lot? Try not to, yeah. I love the H word. Do you really? I hate everything. I don't like the H word and I don't like the F word. And the guys have caught me a couple times saying the F word on our just show. Just say what do you mean? Don't like the F word. I was in I was in the break just like like ten minutes the ago. The other F word. The other F word. Husky. What's the other F word? Fat. That's a that's a bad word. Jen doesn't like it. Fat, 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 fat. Well, can we do that? Can we not? He already found he already found something that hurt me. Yeah. Nice work. I said I would prefer that we not use that word, and here he is over here just chanting it. I did not like the sound of what you were saying to Jen there. Not a great look. All right. Now she's with Mark in New Berlin. She's got you. Everyone just everyone just just goes to Jen because they're all scared of her. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Can eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six? We're gonna play one or zero next on Scalzo and Brust. With Jennifer.
You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Can you just um, let my imagination be and not ruin it? I like the idea of that being like a strong rod. It, it reminds me of... <laughs> <laughs> the most action you've had in months, huh? Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. This is Scalzo and Brust across ESPN Wisconsin. I'm Ben Brust alongside Jen Latta, who's in for Greg Scalzo. Do I say it? We are Benifer here. 800-990-3776. Jen is getting frustrated with me already. It's not been a full hour of working together today. Josh DiMaggio running the show. Give me the evil eye. I'm not scared of her. Like, everyone claims that everyone's scared of her. Alex Strofe running the show as well. She's starting to scare me. Get us on Twitter at Scalzo and Brust. Again, the patent see, official talking text line. The significance line. of the evil eye is how long you can hold it. Yeah, you've practiced right? that. The longer you go, the better. That's what she said. <laughs> how many times have you pressed that button with her on today? That's what she said. <laughs> Dang it! You are killing it, Josh! You are so good. Let's play one or zero. Are you a one or a zero? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Are you a yes or a no? There's no such thing as a gray area. Life is binary. It's just a one or a zero. Ah, she's Jen Latta. I'm Ben Bruss. We are your contestants for one or zero. Button pushing Josh DiMaggio, who's having the time of his life back there, is your host. He's going to give us a statement. We're going to say one for yes, zero for no. There is no gray area. Joshua DiMaggio, take it away. Olympic runner Shelby Houlihan was banned from the Olympics for a positive steroid test that she claims was from eating a pork burrito. One or zero. Chicken is the best meat option for a burrito. I'm going to go with zero here because, as per usual, Josh, I can never just order something how it comes. Half steak, half chicken. And you know what's been bothering me recently, Jen? Is you can get half steak, half chicken on a burrito, but I've gone to a certain restaurant a thousand times and gotten half steak, half chicken on tacos, but they're like, they can't do it on tacos. Why would you not be able to do half steak, on, half chicken on tacos, but if you can do it on the burrito and they're the same price? Does not make any sense to me. So that's kind of just a rant that I you wanted know, to get out. You started that thing by saying, you know what bothers me, Jen? And I assume the answer was the veins popping out of your neck. But if you're Is good that with, scaring you like if, your side eye scares me? If you're good with those and you've accepted that as a flaw that you have, I guess it's we're not a all flaw. good. It means um, I have passion. No, zero, 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 zero. I am a steak or ground beef gal. Jalisco's on the east side. East side. I thought he was going to press the button. I really did. <laughs> when I said I was a steak or ground beef girl, I thought maybe he was going to see some gray area there. That's what she said. I'll do it. He was on the phone. Love their burritos. Their ground beef and their steak burritos are chef's kiss. So, no, I'm not a chicken fan. I mean, I'll eat chicken, but not in my tacos. Why? I don't know. I like the other ones better. All right. Well, there. have you had like a... Do you like... For, for real quick, let's back up for a second. Do I like meat? Is that what you literally were about to ask me? 
That's not what I was about to ask, but you, Josh, you're lucky you weren't paying attention because you had a prime opportunity for your favorite button. That's what she said. <laughs> um, how the heck would eating a pork burrito be a reason? Like, I, I, I don't... Are we really going to get into this? Are we really going to get into this? I don't know. You guys tell me. If it's worth getting into, we'll get Jen, into. I do want to slow it down for a second. Ben isn't really interested in, like, how... He just doesn't simply understand how it could possibly attribute to that. Like, you don't understand the process. Correct. correct. Apparently, it was pig organs, and apparently it is a natural hormone in the pig organs. Kind of like how we have testosterone and estrogen and progesterone and all that stuff racing through our bodies. Well, this substance that is banned is naturally occurring in pigs and in the pig's organs. But if you eat a, a burrito or whatever, you don't really think you're eating the pig's organs, right? Am I right about that? Like when you right. go and you eat pork from your favorite Mexican place, you're assuming it's like the bacon and the pork chops and the loins and all that stuff. No! Pump the brakes! It's the organs! She did a great job of explaining that yes. like Greg Scalzo would, except he'd be way more mean to me. <laughs> Exactly. I knew he wasn't actually interested in like the possibilities of cheating. He just didn't know how it went. And that's why we're here for him. Yes. We teach him things that he forgets within 20 minutes. Uh, one or zero. Burritos are better than tacos. Zero. I'm a taco guy. I like tacos better than burritos uh, because burritos are so heavy. You have to be in the mood to have a burrito. You have to know that I'm going to put this... Big baby, big it's like baby. yeah. It's, it's, it's like, like a, a it's like a newborn baby. It's like a fetus, and you put it in your stomach. I like need it. the F word. Is that another F word? I can't say. Yeah, that one makes me uncomfortable. Fat too. and fetus. Those two I can't say. So if you put them together, imagine a that. Fat fetus. Man, that baby's being fed well. It's all from the umbilical cord. It's all on the inside. Yeah, I know, but it still comes from. Yeah, like, probably what some you burritos. Eat. Probably some burritos. Yes, you're probably uh, having I'm two with burritos. You. I'm with you. Burritos are a heavy. You got to really commit to it. You can't be going anywhere. I don't recommend eating a burrito before you go out for the evening. Very sluggish. Uh, so, so I always do the burrito after a night of celebration, right? Yes. When you need something to... You soak to... it all up in that, exactly. with that burrito. Would you re recommend eating a burrito when you have guests planned to come over later in the day? Zero. No, no I wouldn't. No, okay. no. Just that's gonna, it's going to be it. Are they coming over to inspect your bathroom? Yeah, Josh, you're doing an inside joke right now. Why are you trying to do an inside joke with Jen? I wasn't trying to do it. I was trying to get her to explain it. Oh, we'll get there. Don't worry. Jen Latta <laughs> stunk up the bathroom and had to... Keep some people away from it. We'll get there. Promise. I promise. <laughs> uh, today is National Fudge Day, a day allowing you to indulge in your favorite flavor of the delicious confectionery. One or zero. Chocolate fudge is the best type of fudge. Zero, because fudge stinks. I, I mean, Whoa. like, fudge is, fudge is bad. Fudge doesn't taste good. It's too thick, too rich. I'm just anti-fudge. <laughs> you set yourself up for that one. I don't care. Fudge stinks. Um, I do think fudge is overrated. I do like fudge, though. What kind of take is that? I think it's overrated. This is one or zero. It's like yes or no. You can't be in the middle. <laughs> well, that was the most wishy-washy statement here, ever. Is fudge overrated? One, it is overrated. But I like it. <laughs> you just read the second question I asked the first time. <laughs> Dang it. It's... You didn't tell me it was contagious. Oh, no, 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 no. It's contagious. No. He can't read. Now I can't read. No, it it's is. like COVID. That's it for one or zero. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not being accused for your shortfalls on this show.
Lather up, yes. Putting some hands. hand sanitizer on. Hopefully it gets rid of the illiteracy I just caught from bed. Jeez. Oh, Louise. He's like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, no, see, she's Greg now. She's turned into Greg. She did something wrong, and now let's turn it on to Ben and make him feel stupid. Not standing. Like, this is, this is the day that Greg's off. I was supposed to have fun today, not just be, like, made fun of. <laughs> that vein is starting to talk yeah, to is. me again. <laughs> 800-990-3776. Josh DiMaggio, too busy pressing buttons, playing the that's what she said joke, that he's not telling me who the hell is on the damn line. Let's bring in whoever's on the damn line. This is Connor from Oconomowoc. What is it? This is Connor from Oconomowoc. And yesterday, Josh, it was who from Oconomowoc that had his wife stolen by his best friend? I forget his name. Chris. Col Chris, yes. Connor, did you have your wife stolen from you by your best friend, like your friend Chris in Oconomowoc? No, I did not. Okay, what do you got for us here on Scal's Own Brust? Seeing we were making pledges earlier, as Alex Strofred pledged his life of eternal grace and gloriness to the Scalzo Breast family? Uh, I don't believe so. Alex Strofe, um, have you pledged yourself yet to the Scalzo Breast family, as you now are a part of that family? Yeah, I don't know that I've had the opportunity yet, Benny, but I'm totally open to it if you want to roll with this. I, Alex Strofe. I, Alex Strofe. Pledge myself to the Scalzo and Brust family. Pledge myself to the Scalzo, more importantly, DiMaggio and Brust family. From here to eternity. <laughs> I hate this. From here to eternity. Chugga chugga. Chugga chugga. Choo choo. Wait, was there a lady choo, in there? Choo. Was there was there a lady speaking? I was so confused about what no. you said. How many people just talked to you? So there was the caller, uh, Connor and O'Connor walk. <laughs> Alex Strofe, as I like to call him. Alex Strofe, our producer over at ESPN Madison, our full-time producer, part of the Scalzo and Brust family, has not pledged that very pledge that you think that Mark New Berlin made up that I created with Greg Scalzo. That I know. Yes, and Alex has a really funky voice. Alex, can you just speak again for Jen Latta here? <laughs> Hi, Jen. Nice to speak with you over the uh, over the airwaves. Good, good to meet you. Okay, but I thought I heard a lady at some point. Yeah, he got self-conscious as I was mocking him that he turned to the lady voice. Okay, I was because again, I thought maybe there was like a multiple personality thing happening here, which would be it was awesome. It was a lot. It was a lot. Eight hundred nine nine zero. Yeah, eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Sorry, Joe from Lake Geneva, we will not be able to get to, but you can call in for Craigslist prices right. We're gonna go caller five for Craigslist prices right. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Craigslist prices right next on Scout. Calzone Brust.